Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Gentlemen, live from San Francisco. Oh, see, you fucked that up. I was going to try to beat you to it. You know where we are, Andy? San Francisco. No. San Francisco. Dude, when you said that once this week, yes. uh, the very first night, Thursday night, yes, there's a, there was a, an audible gasp. Yes, that's where it came in. Because uh, we were re- we were trying to figure out where the gasp came in, and I thought it was on something else that you said I did, and I couldn't recall where it was, but now that's where it was. Yes. And I, when I did that, the audience went, oh, and I said, motherfuckers, it's going to get worse. But, well, but that, it, that wasn't outlandish. No. That wasn't. And, and wouldn't you expect it? Oh. Comedy, com- comedy comedians. San Francisco, one plus one plus one. I think that San Francisco is used to people going, oh, we're in San Francisco. We, we need to act, be, be, act like a San Franciscan. Well, then, then you're doing San Francisco <laughs> shit. Uh, but I, I, you know what? I, I, I like Cobbs. It's iconic. That's where we are. We're at Cobbs. Is it iconic? It's it's an iconic room. It's well known because a lot of comics have passed through Cobbs. But the original location of Cobbs, not this one. The original one, I think, I don't know exactly where it was, but I heard it was more like by where Girardelli Square is. Girardelli Square. More down by the wharf, I guess, in that area. Yeah, you know. This one's an old, like, rock and roll club. Yeah, you know, I, I I said to you yesterday when we were doing press, um, I only did it once, which was the punchline here. So it's like I really can't remember it, but I believe it's supposedly the exact same setup as Sacramento. Yeah. In which case, if it is, it's a great. That's a great. Then setup. It's, a, it's a great setup because it's the it's the epitome of intimate. Um, it only holds 189 people. The ceilings are super low, and. If if it and I just can't recall because it was so long ago, but if it has anywhere near the same uh, energy that Sacramento had, then I almost wish I could 
Not to say that I would go back to doing that club, but I wish I could feel it again for a second time. Just to know, just to get the difference. Just to make the comparison, and then I could decide, you know what? I want to trade. Yeah, and guys, listen to this. This isn't a question of us shitting where we eat talking about a bad club. Both these clubs are owned by the same group. Yes, yes, So yes, we're not yes. we're not shitting on it. We're just looking at it as aesthetic. Not even the aesthetics. It's more of the, the sound and right. the seating and how it's right. set up. But to me, I always wanted to do Cobbs because I, right. it, it was it was that place where I knew like uh, everybody from San Francisco who came up in San Francisco went through here. Yeah. So that that's why it was. But and the punchline, of course, too. The one that's also is that downtown? Is that where the punchline? Um, it's all a, of this shit feels like downtown, downtown to me. I mean, obviously, you know, the uh, the Asian section feels like the Asian section because it's just everything around there culturally. Is Asian. Yeah, it's, um, this is the biggest, I think it's the biggest Chinatown. Right. But everything else in terms of the way this place feels to me, it all feels like one fast-moving metropolitan. Well, we found that, you know, there, there's that pocket of all that Italian food that we went to, so it's uh, there's yeah, Italian. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, what is it called? Mort- Mortinelli's? Mortelli, Mortelli's? Mortinelli's. Something it's, Italian. Yeah, the one, they make the sausage. They make everything. Yeah, but. Um, and I said to you on the, on the, on the drive-in from the Mortelli's. airport. Um, just kind of in, in, in quick flashes reminds me of New York, which is why every now and then, the once a year that I come here, I actually like it because it's got that city vibe to it. And like even when we were, you know, driving back from the movies in the Uber, or when we were going to eat the the eat today, every every block is a new sight. Yeah, it's a new sound. It's a new vision. So. I love it. It's not New York, but it it, it has flashes of New York. What well, I like. What I like about it is is that New York, and this isn't all of New York, but a lot of it has sold out to major corporations. And here, it's still a lot of like mom and pops, one off stores, things that right. you haven't seen before, and uh, it has like old New York feel to it when you're looking at right. it. Right. And, and when I say that old New York feel, this is more kind of on the negative part. It also has that dirty, gross New York feel, too, though. Uh, right. The homeless situation out here is... Oh, the homeless situation out here is... is I think coronavirus was born from here. <laughs> I think this is the mothership, nigga. Fuck all that China shit. I think it came from China, but it's looking for its, it's, looking for its new nest, and it's going to be here. Yeah, this motherfucker here. Um, I just saw somebody who was... Like, half of his back of his leg was eaten off. Yeah. Um... Before we go into the darker side of things, <laughs> I want to praise this more. T- I wish I could remember the name. But it, it, it was one of those places where, because we were originally going to the Stinking Rose, and we got there at around 1140. They didn't open until 12. So we were going to go kill some time at this other spot and then come back. But then we went to this spot at Mortarelli's, Mortinelli's, something, where it's, it's just an Italian deli. Make their own cheeses, the fucking the meats hanging off the fucking things. The pasta's all, everything is fresh. They had Frank Sinatra playing. It felt like old school Italiano, you know, back in the day, fresh off the boat, trying to make a name for yourself shit. Um, and they had the good mozzarella. You know what I'm the saying? Hand, and, and, the hand-pulled yeah. hand mozzarella. And I think I've said this before. Not mozzarella. That's what, the, that's what these, these gringos, these... these Pure white, you know. Anglo-Saxon. Oh, my God. That, that's how you... No, no. The, the fucking Italians, the goddamn... They bathe in virgin olive oil. They, they fucking... 
the, the mozzarella. You got to say that. That's the real shit. And I got me a little ball of the mozzarella and the sandwich. We got. What, what did you have? Um, I had a meatball. Meatball Balls. sub. Yeah. And I had a uh, chicken parmesan with mozzarella. And uh, I took a, an, an Italian, deli, uh, Italian deli sandwich meat home to eat later tonight. And they had the fresh bread. You get the right bread. Oh God, it was it was it was a good thing. And we sat outside, um, like we were the Sopranos over at Satriel's. We sat outside <laughs> with the fucking picnic uh, tablecloth uh, table covers, and we sat outside and we ate outside and watched the traffic go by. I felt like a Soprano, man. It was feeling good. Hey, no, the food was great. Um, they had, and you could sit outside. You could buy your own wine there too. They opened it up for you. We, yes, and we both had a little bit of wine. It was a good afternoon. It was some Italian shit, man. We was fucking wops. Wine in cups, little teeny. Yeah, cups. Yeah, we was wops with cups. <laughs> fucking, fucking killing me over here. And what? At one point, I, I wanted to ask the girl, a little spicy white chick brunette, who was uh, taking care of us. I wanted to ask her where she was from. I wanted to assume she was Italian, but I wasn't sure. But she had Italian attitude. So uh, at one point, she was trying to figure out what I wanted. Because oh, it was it was because we kept going. Yo, we want to get ours to go, meaning to to bag it up and take it to sit outside and eventually take it back to the hotel to eat later. And she was like, "Everything's to go here. Like, there's no place to eat in here. Everything's to go." And I'm like, "Bitch, I know that. I'm just saying to go is in meaning." We going, and she's thinking. I, she's saying, thinking. I mean, and go is in. She kept asking, "Where you from?" Yeah, like to take it back to our house. Like we're gonna make a sandwich here and fly back to uh, right. Because some people will go if you're gonna be traveling that long. No tomatoes and blah blah blah. So at one point, I just said to her, "I was like, oh, that's what you mean, Maron. You're killing me." So <laughs> I just it just something took over. It's, uh, something in me just became Italian. Uh, it was. I, I like the place. I want to find a place like that in New York. If you're in New York and you have your spot, hit me well, up. Little Italy still is little, in New York, Little Italy, right? but I want to know the spots where I can just go get like that Italian deli. I, I found my my, my yeah, other than Little Italy. Yeah, like I don't more know by if that the exists. area. There used to be. There used to be delis all over the place. Good delis. Like that one. Yeah. Nah, you gotta go to Little Italy. Well, if you got if you're in New York and you got a place for me to go. Uh, if you want that real shit, that, and, that, Andy Comedy on Instagram, let me know where it's at. Little Italy, baby. There's a reason I, yeah. why it's called Little Italy. I know, but then I have to go all the way down to Little Italy. Yeah, that's what you got to do. Yeah. It's them sacrifices you got to make for it's, greatness. It's not a sacrifice. It's just to walk, but... Well, you walk it, baby. Walk it. How bad you want it. Yeah, I, I want it. That that I want. I what? want I want that kind of spot. It's it, You know, there's something about getting to... This is, and this is what's happening in this world. Not knocking it. But I'm saying this is just the truth. No one knows how to cook anymore. That's and all true. these recipes are disappearing the way these people used to do. The old school, you mean? Old school way of doing things. Right. And so we may be the last generation to get any of this This real. Yeah. There's a short supply of real left. I almost thought when we was going war. But see, this is San Francisco. I think that there are certain parts maybe in Brooklyn and maybe even Little Italy where, you know. Probably ain't many of them because lawsuits now, but there's got to be one that just when you walk in, it's an old fat Italian woman goes, no niggas in here. And that's <laughs> the spot I want my sandwich from. Because that motherfucker is made with a little bit of nigga hatred and they put in the ingredients that they don't want us to ever have. And them is the ingredients I want. That's going to taste the best. No niggas in here. <laughs> 
I'm like, give me a sandwich, bitch. Let me tell you something. This sandwich, this sandwich was so good. The minute I bit into the sandwich, I heard. La donna è mobile, qual fiume al vento, muta da cento e di pensiero. That's real shit. <laughs> the fucking, we can't get a moolies, the fucking real mozzarella. Give him the fucking mozzarella. The kind we buy from the fucking shop, right, and put it and say it's real. Don't give him the real fucking mozzarella. What the fuck are you doing? Take the shaker cheese off the counter, too. I don't want to give him the extra cheese. Was there shaker cheese there? No, I just oh. said that that was, that was Spike Lee's. Oh, see? Yeah. 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 Do the right thing. Yeah. I already said no extra cheese. I want to walk into a spot that just smells like a hot, wet Italian. (laughs) Just a hot, sweaty Italian, nigga. No niggas in here. The fucking owner looks like Anthony Quinn. Oh, goodness. But it was good, man. It was good. You had a good plan, too. You got some good bread. Yeah. Because we both leave at 7 in the morning. You got a five-hour flight. I only got an hour. But you bought the good bread. You got some mustard. You got some salami. And you got some, a couple of slices of provolone, right? Yeah. Provolone. And you're going to make us some some to-go sandwiches. I'm going right? to make me a to-go sandwich. Well, I'm going to make one too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But I mean, the, the idea was you because right. you bought a second sandwich. Which so I'm going to eat tonight. Yeah, see, that I, I was my dinner. Yeah, I wasn't going to do that. You're talking about in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, see? Get that 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 uh, that meat a chance to sweat. <laughs> yes, nigga, he's <laughs> ahead of the game, dog. <laughs> Sweaty, dry aged salami, provolone with a little radiation from the with a little radiation. Yeah, just from that TSA checking my shit mm-hmm. when I go through. Mm-hmm. I might melt the cheese a little bit. That radiation, nigga, <laughs> and the bread that's gonna taste fucking good, man. That's gonna taste good. So big shout out to that. If you ever come to San Francisco. Go! You gotta check that out. And also, we went to our second spot again for or the spot for the second time. HRD. Yeah, you like that place a lot. I'd like it. Come on, I'd like it. You know what I don't like about it? The, the space. It's small. Yeah, and it's just very, you what? know, it's very harsh. This stainless steel, concrete, and orange signs. But the food. The food's good. On a scale of one to ten, what do you give it? Food wise, seven. No, at least a nine. Seven. Seven or eight. The beef, the, the, go, the, the goji Dude, I, beef. I swear, it tastes, it's delicious. It's just something about eating there. It just doesn't do it for me. What? So the pussy's good, but you don't like the house it's in. Okay, what if the pussy was really great, but the face was a three? It's fuckable and enjoyable. <laughs> this is not an investment in time and, and, and foreverness. But would you sit there and look at the face? Because when, when you eat yes, at the restaurant, I you have to look at the face. ugly bitch, nigga. Stare at her, you fight your way through it. Um, and what about the sweet, spicy chili pork chops? No, that shit's good. That you had that. I tasted it last time. That was good. All of it's good. The food is really good. I, there's just something about it that doesn't get, get me like it gets you. Oh my god, folks! If you ever come to San Francisco, HRD, and I want you specifically to taste the sweet, spicy chili pork chops. And also the how you pronounce it Chigogi? Go, the you didn't say that go it threw you off yeah the gobi beef not gobi it's Jagogi Jagobi beef yeah I can't say that it's one type of beef and it starts with a G that motherfucker oh and what did you have you had the I had uh, just the uh, chicken and uh, it's like a kimchi burrito. burrito yeah it's and they do it like like a enchilada style but with, and they wet it yeah I don't like that wet shit on the outside see that had a lot of flavor though. 
Yeah, I like to wet my shit myself and put it on the inside. See, I like it because the can the kimchi, the kimchi is really you, right. you have to really like kimchi. I think kimchi's all right. But that but that sauce over the top of it, that kind of pairs up with that kimchi and takes out right. that 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 harsher flavor that the kimchi right. has. I liked it. I, I I like it. I'm just saying there's so many restaurants out here that that just isn't right. So HRD folks and then try those dishes and tell me if Andy's tripping. He says a 7, I say a fucking 10. Nah, I'm not going to go 10. For so, okay, so the, the, the sweet, spicy chili pork, 1 in 10, that. Well, I don't, I don't eat a lot of pork, so... Uh, but you tasted it. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a 9. Okay, and if it's coming from a place like that you're... Like, honestly, oh, okay, here's the other part of it. If it's coming from a place that looks like Chipotle, which it does, but it's orange. Right. It's a 10, because you aren't expecting food like that from that place. Right. That's all I mean by the okay. place. It doesn't. It doesn't have that. You know, we're in San Francisco. There's all these cool little spots. Right. There's a lot of cool food out here. There's really good food out here. I mean, the only thing I've ever really had, seriously, is uh, HRD. Uh, the spot we went to today, Steak and Rolls, is corporate. Yeah. Um, the sushi I, out here is good, man. But you gotta, you gotta be a sushi. I'm a sushi guy, but I'm not. You like rolls. You like things that are a little. I like shit that's cooked. Yeah. Like, I, I'll do, like, I forget what they call it, but I'll do the, the the rice with a piece of shrimp cooked or a piece of crab cooked. I'm eating rice and crab, rice and shrimp. Yeah. I don't like all that raw shit. I don't, you know. The, the tuna's, fresh tuna is unbelievable when you just get it raw. Fresh tuna, uncooked. Uncooked. Straight off the body. I think that's a white thing, man. Well, that's, I don't think black people. We got to. We got I thought it was an, cooked. I'm pretty sure it was a Japanese thing. Yeah, but them motherfuckers. You know how they get down. <laughs> them motherfuckers. They, them motherfuckers eat damn near. That's you know. Chi- I'm going to get in trouble here from the Asian community, but that's Why? Chinese. Chinese are the ones who eat the weirdest food. Japanese, Japanese too, but not. Chinese are known for we was eating. Going to think Taiwan, Hong Kong. They be having wild shit hanging upside yeah. down. Yeah. You know how they get down with them and they patadas. Uh, have you ever seen a fat motherfucker in San Francisco? No, because you this place get you in shape. I caught a goddamn Charlie horse, nigga, at the movies <laughs> with your insensitive ass. That's how insensitive dudes are, right? I go, uh, I got a Charlie horse, Andy. He goes, oh, we're going to talk about that on the podcast. He's laughing. <laughs> I'm in fucking pain. And at one point, I'm waiting for him to say something sensitive. Give me a, hel- a helping hand, something. Hey, man, want me to help you stretch that out? A couple of seconds go by. He goes, I'll be back. I got to pee. <laughs> it just leaves me there in fucking pain. Dude, what was I going to do? Stretch me out. I'm not going to rub your thigh. Oh, see, this, 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 see. I'd have stretched you out, man. I would rub your thigh. I wouldn't stretched you out. How am I going to stretch you out? I don't know what you're. We'd have figured it out. We'd have figured it out. I didn't want to have that conversation. And 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 you got a Charlie horse sitting in a recliner. I got a Charlie horse getting up out of the recliner. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that. So if you would have been in the recliner and just stayed there, everything would have been fine. Maybe. But as I was getting up, that shit hit me, and I really think it came from the couple. Well, not the couple times we had to walk on some inclines here in San Francisco. These inclines, I, I, I don't, there's no fucking way. Yeah, I, there's no fucking way. Some of the roads here seriously look like you're on a Disneyland adventure ride. I mean, like you about to go down and get your stomach touching your back. Uh, that one hill that that dude took us over and it just went straight what? down. I was like, nah. Imagine walking up that. I'd rather walk up it than go down. Uh, that shit freaks I'll go me down, out. I'll go down all day. Uh, that shit freaks me out. You're literally working out as you walk up yeah, there. it's good. It's healthy. This nigga. I'm trying to get healthy, dude. All right. 
Want to talk about the movie we saw? Kinda, yeah. We saw Why that. Did you say kinda, because you know it's still kind of a new movie. So hey, listen, guys. You don't want to give anything away. It's a spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the Invisible Man. Uh, act like these comments are invisible to you. Yeah. If you haven't seen The Invisible Man, then it's The Invisible Man. What'd you think? I, uh, I am undecided. You know, here's the funny thing about that. You asked me, did you like it? Yeah. But, yeah. Like, it wasn't one of those movies where it was like, dude, at the, event, uh, at the, event of, at the end of Avengers Infinity and Endgame, I went, this was fucking, this is a classic. At the end of seven, I was in fucking shock. It's a good movie, but I don't know how to articulate why I can't give it that automatic, yo, this shit was incredible. Because there's so many things that just didn't work. There's so many like things that just, it doesn't. Well, I was going to say this. Um, look, we all know, again, movies, suspension of disbelief. Yeah. But at what point do you say to yourself, I know I'm in a movie. I know what the movie is. There's got to be a certain amount of commitment to suspension of disbelief. But at what point do you realize, I got to stop committing because this is dumb. This just doesn't make fucking sense. Uh, me, it's about the first 20 minutes in. Really? Yeah, I see. I get really. Sh- I get really. Did my foot bother you about being here? Yeah, I didn't want your foot near my water. Oh, well, you should have said something because no. I could tell by the way you snatched it. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want it to touch your foot when I picked it up. Oh, goodness. Sorry. Sometimes you know you can talk without words. I, 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 I wasn't hiding it. No, you, no, no. But you, 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 the way you snatched that motherfucker, you wanted. You, I didn't want it to be oh, touch okay. your foot. All right. Go ahead. First 20 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Listen, just so that everybody understands what happened. So Aries is leaning back, relaxing, put his foot up on the table where my water was. And his foot was like two inches away from the bottle. From a, from water inside of a closed yeah. plastic bottle. It wasn't like I put my foot on the bottle. So I snatched my bottle up and I and took a, snatched and took a sip out of it and then put it down on the ground. Yeah, I don't. I, I think the sni- the sip was just so it wasn't an obvious. No, nigga, I needed get your foot away from not, my water. No, I needed some water. Oh, okay, first twenty minutes. Uh, yeah, there was just it just felt weird. But the movie's made. It's supposed to be more psychological because that's why it gets you in the beginning because it doesn't give you. It does. It starts off in the in the middle. Mm. Uh, and I shouldn't say it that way. It doesn't really start off in the middle. It just starts off. You don't have an idea, but already things are happening. You are introduced to it into right. the middle of this this person's this woman's situation. Yeah, and 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 uh, it really makes you respect guys who know how to deliver horror to you, because it, you almost have to always ask yourself what's creepier: seeing it coming or not knowing, or or actually having it in your face and it's doing what it's doing to you, or ver- or versus the psychological of. You think it's coming, but you don't know it's coming, and it's throwing you off. Because in the beginning, particularly that one shot down the dark hallway, and it's the invisible man. So you know you're not going to see something, but why would they go to that hallway for that long Right. with the music? That was the point, to yeah. get you psychologically going, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, nothing. Yeah. There's an art to that shit, man. There, there is, but there, there's just so many things that were miss, that were missing in there. But the scene that got me that I, I guess this is what the problem is. The reason I can't come into this movie is there's a scene that I really like and right. I really dislike at the same time. Right. What scene is there? Um, 
it's the scene where uh, the and this won't this won't give it away unless you really pay attention to what I'm saying. But the two uh, when the two sisters are having dinner. Okay. They went to the restaurant. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. It got me. What happened? Yeah, because that one, that one, that was a good piece of like moment. Right. But then just the did you hear somebody yell out in the theater? Yeah. Did, did the did, person did, went? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Just the way that it finishes, real. It, it, and it was in a hand. It was a little contrived. It felt kind of. I don't know. It just didn't feel something about it. Didn't feel right to me. That's the movie part. Yeah. That's the you know. I know what you're saying. But that's the movie part. That's the part of the holy shit movie shit. Yeah. That's I, part of the ride. I, I think that that, that, that scene that scene was so good, because like I said, I wasn't right. expecting it, that I wish they could have just finished it in a way that I would have went, oh, that made, that's good. Right. Without me going, because eh, this, this, this. it's visual, the thing that messes me up. And right. so it's stuck in my head. I can't get rid of it. So it was the best scene to me in the movie. Right. And then it immediately follows by kind of one of those... Ah, uh, you know where I was like, oh, that's just a. Yeah, but and I liked it. There's only one fam- truly uh, known actress, I guess, in the movie. Who? The the chick. She's from um, the sister. No, no, no. The the main character. She was from uh, uh, Mad Men. She was the main character. Oh, I never Mad watched Mad Men. She's the main character for Mad Men. She's and the uh, the. There's another Netflix or something that she was on. Uh, the Handmaid's Tale. Damn, I didn't know either one of those. Yeah, she's on both Um those. Yeah, I leaned over to you at one point because once she goes into the psych ward and she fucks up dude a little bit and he's popping in and out now. Um, and he's killing all these cops. I'm like, yo, they got cameras everywhere. They don't see this shit? Yeah. They got to believe her now. Well, I think they're going to believe her, but they're also getting their ass kicked at the time, which I think that... If you're watching on the monitor, you're going to go, they're getting their ass kicked by absolutely nothing. And so you're going to run in there a little differently than they ran in there. Well, I, w- I didn't think of that, but I more or less thought of clearly they're looking at the monitors or clearly they got it on camera now that these motherfuckers are getting off by somebody but her. So I, and, and you know what? They didn't say it, but eventually, yeah, she got freed because her story was true. And I, and, but this was I was thinking this before then, like, yo, are they going to finally show it? She's not fucking crazy and, and, and let her out. Um, and then the thing, of course, that, again, suspension of disbelief. So all these cops are getting murked. She goes outside. He's outside. They're in the rain. There's some more cat and mouse shit going on. Where are the sirens? Cops would be all over that motherfucker in seconds. And, and, and that's something you see in a lot of movies where shit goes down in certain places and the cops show up two days later. Well, uh, by the way, that's Elizabeth Moss is the one who's the, the lead in it. The, the problem I have with a, a spooky movie, a scary spooky movie with a white leading actress. Right. Black, the black dude's supposed to die in the beginning. And he didn't. No. He, he didn't die at all. No. So you said the problem you have? You know, if you're going to keep the genre flowing... So you want to see the nigga gone? Well, they, they could have. No, we've progressed. <laughs> we have progressed. No more of that shit. We, we, we're done with that. Niggas last now. <laughs> um, and that dude was in... Uh, he's been in a bunch of... NWA, been, yeah. uh, the NWA yeah. movie. What, his, uh, he was in that the one you told me about that I didn't see, the football I, movie. I'm not going to pronounce his first name right. It's Hodge is his last name. It's A-L-D-I-S. A-L-D-I-S. Elitis? 
Aldis. Aldis Hodge. Aldis. That nigga got some triceps, nigga. Dude. That was. That I, got some tries. I went back and looked, and I was like, "Dude, I think that he he sh- he should slow down on working on his tries, <laughs> and he should go back to working on his biceps." He looked a li- it looked a little. I just think it was the angle it was at. Maybe, but duh. that nigga had some triceps. <laughs> listen again, not a gay bone in my body, but I'm just you know I'm listen I'm observant and I'm gonna be honest. Sometimes you look and you just realize how out of shape you are. And it's like when that nigga showed up in that scene the next morning and he's dressed in his shirt tie and his police pants and everything is tight. I'm like, that nigga body is on point. This tall chocolate ass rip nigga. I said, oh, man. Yeah, I got to. Woo. It reminds me of that uh, Patrice O'Neal joke where where. Oh, the LeBron James. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. What, what's that there? Right yeah. This is muscle. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me tell that. Uh, Patrice goes, yeah, me and my girl are watching the NBA finals. And uh, Patrice is with Miami. And at one point, uh, he gets a Charlie horse. So he rolls up his uh, short leg. And the dude, the trainer's massaging his thigh. And his girl is like, oh, my God, what is that? And he goes, my girl's so used to seeing my fat leg. She didn't know what a real leg was. I said, bitch, that's his thigh. <laughs> his muscles and shit. And I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah. Um, and you know, it's funny. Yo, some women might if you got that kind of relationship with your girl. But, you know, my girl knows I'm a jealous nigga. Uh, and I, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not as loose with certain situations as some dudes are. And uh, that's one of those where your girl ain't going to say nothing. Or at least mine wouldn't. But I know that bitch got to be thinking, mm. Because I'm going, mm. <laughs> so if I'm doing it. I was like, he should talk to his trainer. <laughs> and he needs to work on some other areas of his arms because he looks, it looks a little too big right there. Yeah, uh, But, it, no, it was, you know, and the story is good. And then we get to the end. And, like, and the end threw me a little bit. Yeah, because the way she, when she sat down. And it was coming to that where they want the audience to realize, oh, shit, the face she made. I thought they were going to flip the whole thing and somehow make it seem like she did it all. But I was like, that wouldn't make sense. No. So then here's why I'm confused about it. Maybe you could set me straight. So both him and the brother were crazy. Yes. Okay. Or he was doing the brother's bidding. Okay. So that shit where he was like, you know, my brother abuse me i was glad he was dead was all bullshit right yeah he, he, yeah. he, he did what yeah. his brother wanted him to do yeah or 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 the the story's true uh that was given and it was just the one brother and the other brother really was so the one that was in charge of the trust it was really him the whole time, yeah. And the other brother was just, yeah. You have to decide which one that is, which story is correct. Did she do the right thing? Because at the end, she asked the guy, she asked the cop, she asked him, she said, "How did it sound to you?" And then he had to make a decision on what. Happened. But he never flat out admitted he did anything. No, he. That's why you have to. That's for you to decide. Because clearly, because of the way that played, she looks like the murderer. Like, a, well, she murdered him, but. He's not arresting her because he f- knows she ain't really the murderer. Because she know, he knows. Well, the reason he's not arresting her is because when she told him that someone was in the house right. and that was there and they didn't believe her, 
and then all the stuff ensues. Right. So now he's she's saying this is what it is, and she was right. The la- she was right what she said before. Right. So what's his option? Right. Plus, she was responsible for him saving his kid when she said, "Yo, your daughter's in trouble." And as he walked in, and the daughter was getting fucked up. He got fucked up. Yep. So he knows she's telling the truth. So that makes him go, "I know you just killed this motherfucker, but I'm gonna ignore it." Yeah, the other if it was just the other dude, he would have had to get the phone. There was a lot of things he would have had to do to make this work out. I, I think I think it ended the way it was supposed to end, and it was the right one. But I, I just didn't like it. It was it, it like all movies they have to wrap it up in whatever amount of time they have, and the end was just what. What specifically didn't you like about the end? That she killed him. It, it was just wrapped up too neatly. Hmm. Hmm. You know, a feel-good ending. I don't know that that was feel-good. Because I'm telling you, for me, it felt like whatever likability you had towards her... Her, she lost it at the end. She lost it at the end. Yeah, yeah. Because the way she... I'm telling the way... When she walked in... And what got you is when she walked in, she screamed when she saw him with his throat cut. So I'm like, yo, the brother's already dead. This nigga's dead. Look how she's acting. Who the fuck is the killer? But then she sits down... That sinister shit comes over her face. Yeah. And she surprised. I'm expecting this major plot twist. And it ain't. She just killed him. Because she knew that was the only way to make it stop. Right. But then that's when I kind of went, I don't like oh. this bitch no more. Or or she felt that it was him and she killed the wrong guy. But either way, both of them was wrong. Yeah. See, yeah, ain't nothing wrapped up neat. But you got to believe that the, 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 the guy... At the end, her ex is the guy. He he punched the very beginning. He shows that he's mental. Well, no, listen, dude. When she got back to the house, he was mental. That that all didn't look straight to me. Yeah, he seemed like he had issues right there. Yeah. So basically, him and his brothers was pieces of shit. I think so. That's and and she turned into a piece of shit for them being a piece of shit to protect him. Look what she went through. Wow. So. It was a psychological thriller. The invisible part was kind of, and then the the, the and then getting the, the when you feel, find out the invisibility, that's also hokey as fuck, dude. Well, the invisibility? Did you mean the suit? Yeah. Why do you say it was hokey? She pushes. She goes into a, a magic closet and pushes a button, and it appears. And and now, and so she has to wear it to kill him. Right. So magically, her size did it? Did it measure her for the size? Oh, and here's another thing now that you bring that up. Remember when she stabbed the suit, it was blinking in and out of focus. So when she puts it on, it never blinked? No, this is a different suit. This is the one that she hid in that closet. That's why she went back to see him to get into the closet. Oh, I thought she had the same. No, she got the one that she, remember, she hid that one inside. Right. And that's what she was telling her sister when she was trying to. When she said, I found something. Yeah. And she wanted to tell the cop, too. Yeah. Right, but how come this is my this is how it, this is how it ends easier? All she had to do is when she got the suit made, and the dude comes back. Why didn't she just put on the suit and walk out instead of going instead of hiding the suit, mm-hmm. the one that she has hidden? Why didn't she just put it on when she initially hit it? Yeah, right. That's what ruins the movie for me right, right. there. That, that's, everything's over at that point. Put the suit on. 
walk out. You go to the police. Here's the suit. This is what he's doing. He makes these in his magic closet. Right. Maybe I have to see this again. Maybe there's some things. I, maybe some things were invisible to me. I wouldn't pay money to see this. It, I, it was all right. I, I wish I would have saw it on cable, and I would have probably liked it better. You didn't think it was worth movie money? No. No, no. You know what I saw I saw the other day that was better to me? What's that? Uh, Ford versus Ferrari. You know what? I watched that a couple of weeks ago on a flight. Good movie. And maybe, I like that movie. Maybe I just want action and, and movies like that instead. Uh, I, I thought it was a good movie. It was it was a good story. It wasn't uh, it wasn't well, all happy. It was okay. real life. What's your favorite action psychotic thriller that makes not action but psycho- psychotic thriller? Uh, Seven has to be the okay. isn't it? Doesn't so have- that's the one you saw that made you go yo. You know because that's from my 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 time. You know that's right. you know and and. and uh, you do the impression really well. What's in the box? Yeah, <laughs> dude. When that when and when you're when you're watching the movie, uh, and he is, he you know he um, seven and he's he's in the back of the and he's that's rocking. one of my favorite scenes of oh, all time. Kevin Spacey, Kevin at his best. Last year, a young boy. That was Kevin Spacey. Brad Pitt. All three of them performances are gold. You talk about like watching a, a team. Play in perfect unison, and and Morgan said the least, but was just as intense. Yes, dude. Yes. Honestly, every one of those got Morgan. Yes, uh, Brad Pitt and uh, Kevin Spacey. Right yes, there, that was the per- perfect. It was perfectly yes. done, perfectly seen. That the line about you're going to be no more than a t-shirt. That uh, sit back, sit back, and shut your mouth, you fucking freak. You know, Messiah. You're a fucking t-shirt. A movie of the week at best. Ooh, dude, and he is just rocking. He's is like, that supposed to be funny? Oh, Jesus. Uh, but the other- a woman, a woman so disgusted with herself on the outside that she couldn't bear to go living on the inside. But the one, if you want to call it a psychological Gross. thriller, would be uh, uh, Uncut Gems. That really takes you through. Uh, but I don't I'll know if that's you, a thriller. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's a thriller. Um, damn, you, Okay. Would you put Uncut Gems almost on the same level as Seven? It's different. It's different, but it's... it's it, it, One is an emotional ride that you go on with something that's... a Like, that doesn't happen that way. Here's the... Here's seven. The yeah. This happens. You went on a ride with someone with relatively what you thought is a normal life other than having a gambling yeah, problem. I don't know that I would put that in Seven together, though. Dude. Seven is such a dark... The rain... The, the the grittiness, the dirtiness. It, you felt filthy, like that scene from the from the from when they found the dude who was looked like a skeleton and who coughed yeah. was still alive. Yeah, that's pretty. To the to the chase in the building when when Kevin Spacey shoots at him and they run down the the, the the fire escape through the alley over the car. That whole thing felt dirty to me. Yeah. But the thing about Uncut Gems is the whole time I watched it, and when he, you know, I, I already gave this away last time. And I, I do pretty good about trying not to give shit away, by the way, on this podcast. But Uncut Gems had been out for a while, and someone hit me up, because stop giving away the movie. And right. I, it's been out. Right. Uh, when he gets shot, there's a sense of relief. Like, I felt the relief. Like, I don't think that you realize, you didn't see it on the big screen, man. If you saw it on the big, you are in, you're right there with him. You 
the, the, you get so intense, you're so you're on your edge of your seat, and when you get shot, and he, we, like I just said you get mm. shot. When he gets shot, you automatically just go, mm. like there's this relief where like you finally feel like, oh man, right. I needed a break, right? And it, it, it's it was that intense because there's this great moment of the intensity and then the relief, like he did it and he made it, and then everything, right. and then the end, and then you're like, oh fuck this. Yeah, I, I'll put it. I'll put it like this. Yes, uncut gems. It's an emotional ride. There, was, there were a lot of moments in uncut gems though, where where while I was with the movie the whole time, I liked the movie. The ending made me go, oh. There were still moments where I went, okay, I'm watching this movie. I'm not hanging on the edge of my seat. Now, now wait a minute. Now, seven, yes. Let me put seven aside. Another movie that made me on the edge of my seat from fucking beginning credits to end, Fatal Attraction. No dull moments at all. How- Twist, turns, dips. Holy shit, can you believe? No, they didn't. Oh, God. It, it, there was no weaknesses. How, how old were you at the time? I was a kid. And, and still affected you that way? Not as a kid, because I didn't understand that type yeah. of shit. But watching it now as an adult? Yeah. Yeah, dude, that movie's got no weaknesses. What about The Shining? Never saw The Shining. Oh, dude. Never saw The Shining. And I'm almost scared to see The Shining because what I think is going to happen is I'm going to be waiting for that one moment that we all know, him with his face in the door, and I think, what is the line? I'll bash your fucking head in. Before that scene and after that scene, I feel like I'm going to be like, so what's everybody bragging about? No, no, there's a lot in there. Yeah? Yeah. There's a lot in there. Uh, Yeah, but as far as... I Listen, I don't have to... To, to sing praises on Nutcun Jebs. I, I Seven is still that movie because of, of, of just certain, there's little pieces in there, and the whole movie overall is good, but there's these little pieces in there that are just. In Uncut Gems? No, 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 in, uh, in Seven. There's, there's these oh, moments yeah, that you yeah, just. Yeah. Like the movie's great, and it keeps you in right. it the whole time, but there's this moment. Right. I see what you're saying because you still have to go a little bit on this ride in Uncut Gems where, you know, the, 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 the Kevin Garnett scenes, right. you have to. Believe that Kevin took that rock and didn't want to return it, and was right. just like, and they went back. That part is the, the part that gets right. you a little. That got that it slows down the movie. Right. But without that, there's no way to make that movie flow. So, right. Um, Here's why I'm gonna be petty a little bit. Uh, Invisible Man, and I even turned to you in the beginning of the movie when the sister goes something boo. She <laughs> said something boo. And there was another moment where the main character, Elizabeth Moss, I think fist bumped. I can't remember whether it was dude's daughter or him. I thought it was the daughter. The, yeah. Um, People fist bump? Nah, but I got about this. Um, I'm being, like I said, I'm being racially petty. Um, white people, can y'all please just flat out say, like, let us hear the words. Let black people hear you say it. We love you niggas. We need you niggas. Y'all, are, y'all give us everything. Because the amount of shit that you guys take from us culturally and use, but then exclude us from certain shit, just at least admit it. If you could just let us hear the words. We already know, but sometimes you just got to hear the words. Like, you know... 
boo. I don't like hearing y'all say certain shit, especially when it don't belong to y'all. It don't feel right. Now you said a fist bump. Fist bump is a fist bump. Nah, there's a rhythm to it. Nah, dude. There's a nah, rhythm to nah. the delivery and and shit. And black people again, we're we're rhythmic. We're, we're, we're rhythmic. We, we when we fist bump, when we slap hands, when we do anything that we do, there's a flair and a rhythm. When y'all do it, you add stiffness to it. When she fist bump him, it, you could tell it was a fistness, a stiffness in the delivery. I like fistness. There was a stiffness in the fistness. <laughs> It was a stiffness in the fitness. And it just, like, and I don't know who the, f- I know y'all did, because niggas ain't invent that shit. White people, y'all, again, y'all will take certain things we do and throw some shit on top of it and completely fuck it up to where we got to retire it. Ice, that, ice, baby. That's a good example. Or raisins in the potato salad. Apple, do you, do you mind apples in the potatoes? Uh, apples in the, uh, in the uh, coleslaw? Again, you see what I'm talking about? <laughs> Like, like whoever, which one of y'all did the thing where you do the fist bump and you blow it up? I think that's and you bring it back. Elementary with the kids, elementary. Well, age then it was kids. some white elementary kids. Maybe you know black people doing that. That made it cornier. It does make it corny, but little kids doing it doesn't make it. But you, when you see an adult do it, then it's stupid. Nah, because some of the coolest shit ever invented is by young black kids. Listen, okay, I'm going to say this because this is how I I, I feel. This is true. We all take from we take from the people that we don't necessarily relate to or are part of, right? Because here, here's what I'm saying: like, uh, like you said, white people taking black people shit and fist bumps. I don't give you fist bumps, but a lot of other things I'm going to give you. Right. When she said "boo," it affected me. I'm not going to lie to you. I went what? I like I, I went what? I, I didn't give it much more than what, but I right, I did. Right, it still right. hit me. I was like what? Because she didn't say it right. Number one, right. And even when you said it, I had to look at you and go. I, I think that was it. Because you go, did she say boo? And I was like, I think so. Like right. I was because it was so bad, and I believe that is what she said. You know what it's like? Here's what the problem with it is. Boo is another version. Not necessarily meaning the same thing, but the connotation as mm-hmm. nobody goes mm-hmm but a black woman. Nobody can deliver a mm-hmm like a black woman. If any other race of woman, especially white, goes mm-hmm, that to me is blackface. That is verbal blackface. Mm-hmm is so specific to the a, a black woman's essence, her attitude. Mm-hmm. So boo, hey boo, that 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 is black. Dude, when if a white woman does the mm-hmm, to me that just means it's a white woman I don't want to be around. That's all it is. It's, it's, it's a white woman I don't want to be around. Yeah, it's 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 it, it it doesn't have. You're right. It doesn't have the right foot. But when people take from other uh, ethnicities, ethnicities, ethnicities. Yeah, thank you. And wow, uh, uh, yeah, I, I blew that one. And uh, what's the uh, and. and uh, and and not uh, like like gay dudes. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Uh oh, and where are we? Sex. Go ahead, dude. Sexual sex, a lot of sex. How do you think? Well, you're gonna say it would be different because you're black. You'd say right. black black men would have figured this out, right? But uh, well, sex, let's not assume. What do okay. you mean? Sex would be kind of like a, a traditional sex. Just a man and a woman. We'd probably still be plugging away, just doing the same shit. Missionary, yeah. Right. Gay dudes are the ones that fucking came up with sexual shit that makes 
like a blowjob, do you think a woman actually goes, yeah, I'm going to put that in my mouth, or do you think that was two dudes? I that, think you, you, that's why the once, term once cocksucker a, once upon, was, was, okay. is, is a negative, it was supposed to be meaning is gay. Okay, once upon a time ago, I, I do remember you saying this before on the pod, I'm just not going to let you have that. <laughs> I don't know Blow how you can't get... Blowjobs feel so fantastic. Yeah, to you. To every man. Yeah, but you have to get a girl to do that. So and how, we've accomplished this. How would how would a girl know to do that unless her gay friend told her to do know, it? I don't know, but I ain't gonna let you have this. How would a guy know that it felt good unless? I you, don't know, but I ain't gonna let you have this. Whatever, whatever. No, nope. this, this to me is is my Christmas as a child. I'm. This is my fantasy, and I'm not gonna let you fuck this up. Fuck. <laughs> don't know. No, wait, don't know. Can you do that? In, can you do that in the? Uh, uh, who who were we just talking about in? Uh, uh, Morgan Freeman, can you do that about your fantasy and you're not going to let it be fucked up? Morgan Freeman? Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to let you have this, Andy. I'm not going to let you have this. A blowjob is the most amazing thing a man has ever felt. We don't know how women were able to do it, but they do it. Whatever is a gay lifestyle is a gay lifestyle. That goes on over there. This is what goes on over here. I'm not going to let you have that, Andy. This is my Christmas. It's my fantasy. I'm Morgan Freeman. Yeah, um, I don't know, but, you know, fuck that. And, and you know what? Let's just say, let's go with that. Let's just say, yeah, the gay man invented the blowjob. Everybody knows that the rice didn't come from the Chinese. came from Africa. But you think motherfuckers is going to squabble with the Chinese? Well, fuck where it comes from. The shit is great. And pasta came We're from China. Ju- okay, pasta came from China, not the Italians. Yeah. No niggas in here. Um, well, who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? It's about the end result. Thank you, gay motherfuckers, for inventing it. That's all I'm saying. Oh, so, oh, yeah, so yeah, yes, and that thing. ties into what I'm saying. Yes. Thank us, white people. <laughs> thank us. <laughs> Just thank us. <laughs> hey, Bo. All that shit. Fist bump, blow it up. We gave that to you. And some of us didn't even give it to you. You took it. Like you take everything else. Give us our fucking credit, nigga. <laughs> Damn, that was beautiful. That was that was poetic the way that fucking tied in yeah, together. That, it worked out well. Um, so uh, next week, uh, I know we have some other, a few other things to talk about, but next week um, we're going to be in uh, Fort, Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale, the return. We're going to Hard Rock and the new comedy club at the Hard Rock. Yeah, and I guess this is a bittersweet because once upon a time ago, in my top five comedy places to perform was, in fact, the Fort Lauderdale Improv. I thought they were remodeling it. They and, were originally. But now it's not there. So now it's just called the Comedy Club, which will be our first time ever uh, at the Hard Rock. And I love me some Fort Lauderdale. Um, that Hard Rock Casino is great. They serve food 24 hours. They're fried chicken wings, man. The crisp on that crunch on that motherfucker. Um, and it's Fort Lauderdale, man. That, that, that night scene is straight hewers. Did you leave the compound when you would go there? You would leave the... Never. You just stayed there and you Never. went to the Hard Rock the, the night at the Hard Rock. Yes, sir. Because all those bars right there. All the bars, all the nightlife, all the bitches. You got, uh, for those of you who don't know, the... Uh, the Hard Rock is on the Indian Reservation. Yes. And so it's like a compound where there's just, a, it's owned by the reservation. There's tons of uh, 
well, there's the Hard Rock, obviously, and so there's the gambling, and there's the the clubs and the food there. But then they have right. like a whole mall of just food and bars. Right. So it, it it's pretty cool. But we'll be there. Are we there? Twelfth to the fifteenth. Okay. And we're gonna be interviewing my man. A lot of y'all might already know him. Um, on Instagram, his name Shabazz OG, and he always has those clips where it's a split screen. He's on one side. Whatever he's talking about is on the other. He always wears a TMT hat. He has a toothpick in his mouth, which I think between the hat and the toothpick is the trademark. And he always starts off every video, hey, yo, what's popping? It's your boy. So I like this dude because uh, like with Kyla, um, when I saw, again, when I saw Kyla's poem, I just thought, this is fucking brilliant. Um, this dude is insightful, man. He's one of those really heavily opinionated cats. And it just comes from a place of pure common sense. This nigga comes from a There's no bullshitting. There's no fucking, well, you know, you're playing sides. This nigga straight down the common sense middle. Yeah, he's not. It's not. I, I shouldn't say it this way. Let me say it the. It's not a one-sided conversation. He's out for yeah. everybody that does something stupid. Yeah. So I, I, I think that, uh, again, it's like if you if you play and pick a ball and you see somebody that you know got some skills, you want them on your team because now it's, oh, shit, now we got the two guard, we got the right power forward, we got the right center man. So I'm, I'm, I'm very interested to see where these conversations will go between myself and Andy and uh, Shabazz OG. And because of that, we're going to save a conversation we're going to talk to for two reasons. One, uh, and it, it, it's the Nathan Wood situation. Right. Um, That'll for, still have some heat to it. It'll still have, and I think it might even have more because there should be more press on it uh, right. come Monday. But uh, we wanted to save that one so that Aries and I could make ourselves a little bit more intelligent before we, we spoke on it. <laughs> and uh, and two, because I think with him, it will add another element that I think will be great. So right. uh, we're not letting that go, and it wasn't an oversight on our part not to talk about it. That's It's coming next week. Yo, check this out. Uh, we split the podcast in half. Uh, it's an hour and 45 minutes long, but we decided to split it up to give you guys a boom, 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 boom. So you're listening to Wednesday's episode. But then tune in tomorrow as well for Thursday to hear the second half of this hour and forty five. Andy, yo, yeah, it's it, it's it's a long one. Um, please, also, if you're in the Fort Lauderdale area this weekend, come check us out. We're going to be at the uh, Comedy Club and the Hard Rock Cafe and Casino. Yes, in Florida, where the girls dress like they don't like their fathers. <laughs> Low self-esteem, bitches. I'm coming. All right, Aries. I'm getting on a plane in the uh, in two days. I'll see you then. I'll see you then, brother. All right, bye. Can you feel it, baby?